a parallel universe, the same, but different. You enter this portal with a key of confusion. Beyond it, another dimension, a dimension of sight, a dimension of sound, of dementia, of mind. You're moving into a matrix, a phenomenon of past, present, and future. You have just entered the twilight zone. 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 Okay, now everybody just hold on before we all get our undies bunched up. I am not making fun of people with dementia, of people with cognitive disabilities. In fact, it's just the opposite. I am saying we have to protect the people that are having trouble with our current administration. If this is what the problem is, then somebody needs to be ashamed of themselves for promoting this, for having an administration that's led by somebody that's having some disabilities right now. There obviously is something going on. If us mere mortals in the real world treated an elderly person this way, we'd be arrested for it. You cannot treat people this way. And so if they're trying to just do this to get their way, they had an agenda and they thought this was the right way to do it, that's cruel. If our current president does have problems, then they should be held accountable for it. His administration, the people around him. If he is cognitively okay, then that's a whole nother issue. Then that means he's just incompetent and mean. It's one or the other. He's either got disabilities or he is one of the most incompetent, mean presidents we've ever had. This is part two of our Afghan special. There's been a lot of time in between here, but hey, let's face it, there's been a lot of things going on. There still are a lot of things going on that we don't have answers to. We are not getting the answers to them. We're having trouble all around the world because of the ramifications of the things that we did in pulling out of Afghanistan. In October 2001, George Bush, when announcing airstrikes against Al-Qaeda, the Taliban, in Afghanistan, NATO invoked Article 5, which is known as the Common Defense Clause. It's the only time in its history that it has ever invoked that clause. More than 51 NATO members and partner countries sent troops to Afghanistan. At the end here, when... The United States did skip out of Afghanistan. We left 39 countries there to hold the bag. The countries we left holding the bag were Germany, United Kingdom, Italy, Georgia, Romania, Turkey, the Czech Republic, Poland, Austria, Mongolia, Portugal, the Netherlands, Bulgaria, Denmark, Albania, Armenia, Azerbaijan. I'm probably pronouncing that one wrong, so just give me a little grace there. Croatia, Hungary, Belgium, Bosnia-Herzegovina, Spain, Norway, Lithuania, Macedonia, Latvia, Estonia, Slovakia, Finland, Montenegro, Sweden, Austria, the Ukraine, New Zealand, Slovenia, Iceland, Luxembourg. That was 39 countries, including the United States. So we left 38 countries holding the bag. According to Benjamin Haddad, director of the European Center at the Atlantic Council. He said, Biden has said the right things and has promised allies he will work to rebuild the relationship. But the Afghan exit adds to this realization that maybe some of the things that were attributed to Trump were actually part of something deeper that's going on in the U.S. on both sides of the political spectrum. Europe may feel the effects of the withdrawal from Afghanistan more acutely than the United States. Another name I might mispronounce is Jana Pluglarian. 
head of the European Council on Foreign Relations, stated, Experts told me that the military withdrawal added to a growing skepticism of the United States and its larger commitment to collaboration with allies. People are unsure how much Trump is in Biden, how much of the Trump phenomenon was part of the United States foreign policy consensus, whether Trump wasn't so much an outlier, but whether he was representing something bigger. We have just trashed our reputation throughout the world. We really do have no allies, maybe in name only, but they know they can't count on us. Our allies don't trust us. The UK doesn't want to work with us. Nobody wants a thing to do with us. And isn't it kind of ironic? They were listening to our media. They were listening to all the stuff going on during the last administration. And they're out and out saying, maybe we shouldn't have been so hard on Trump. Maybe he was part of a bigger picture. Maybe we should have been listening. That's my take on that one. Now, on to the next one. There's a lot of talk about how many weapons we left when we skipped out. We just left stuff all over the place. We have heard, oh no, we didn't leave any weapons. That's been from the State Department and also the Pentagon. We have also heard on the news in different podcasts, different radio stations, different networks, we have left 80 billion dollars of equipment between guns and helicopters and Humvees, etc., all that. Well, 80 billion is what has been spent on military equipment since the start of this back in 2001. So obviously that one's not accurate, not even close. That's 20 years of equipment. The equipment's not going to last 20 years, so we know that one's not true. We also know, because we've seen the current pictures, we've seen live shots of the Taliban wearing U.S. military uniforms, rifles, sidearms, Humvees. That's current. So we know that the statement we destroyed and made all equipment unusable is not true. So somewhere in the middle is what is actually accurate. We may never have those numbers, but we know for a fact we did leave equipment over there that they are using. That's part of a bigger problem. A lot of NATO countries are worried about increasing terrorism because of the way we did this. We left not only our allies in a bind when we did this, we also left people from the countries our allies were from and people that had been helping them out, we left them in harm's way. There should have been some talk about this. This should have been everyone works together for the greater good, and obviously we didn't. goes back to why is our administration not doing things the way they should. This is going to be something that goes on for 10, 20 years. This is not an easy fix. This is a big deal. Our government needs to quit hiding their head in the sand. Now, some of them came out this past week. You know, it took some other issue in the news for them to come out of hiding, be able to actually say something, and that is very offensive in itself. Again, our politicians should be able to talk on an issue, whether it's one they're for or one it's against. They shouldn't hide from it. That's what we elect people to do, to go in and work on the problems we have in our country and our society. But a lot of that issue is for another show. They at least did somewhat come out of hiding. Everyone's heard me say this before, but come on, we all need to use our brains. We all need to have independent thought. We need to keep informed. This does not mean listening to just one show 
on TV or one show on the air or one podcast. It means listen, keep an open mind. We've got the internet. We've got ways that we can fact check and we can do some of the homework ourselves. The majority of it's true. And then we have to go that extra step and put something crazy in it. Well, that's got to stop. Even when I'm saying something, check into it. Go on Wiki. Look at different medical sites. Okay, I'm going to really bash these here. But even before COVID, I had a problem with the WHO, NIH, and the CDC. They haven't been doing their jobs for a long, long time. And we need independent facts from what they are putting out. They have an agenda that obviously they are trying to promote. It doesn't necessarily work in our society's best interest. We can fact check a lot of things ourselves. I think it's time a few people, if they messed up that bad, why are we not seeing people resigning? We've heard a lot of talk about President Biden will start asking for resignations of some people. Well, he's also said the buck stops here. These are his people. He should have demanded they do the right thing unless he was telling them not to do the right thing. We did this to a lot of nations around the world. We should be embarrassed. This is going to take a long time for us to get over this one. Congress needs to step up to the plate and start demanding stuff more on both sides. When a lot of the Democrats went into hiding, right, when this all started and wouldn't give any statements or speeches. Some of the Republicans were, well, come on, be bipartisan. It would not be the first time in history, and I think a lot of Democrats right now with what went on, switching parties might not be a bad idea if they want to get reelected. It might really help them out. This isn't one that's going to go away. This isn't going to be one. They can't wag the dog. Oh, there will be another story. People are going to forget this. This one, they hit the big time. This one's too hot for it to just disappear. It's not going to go away. They can't put their spin on it. People are not going to put up with that. They can't wag the dog and make us look at something else. This is here to stay, and they better start fixing it. And I want to take the time to thank everybody for listening and subscribing. You are the ones that make us better. You inspire us. We're a grassroots effort. And you have made this an extremely big grassroots effort for us. We appreciate that more than we could ever let you know. Thank you so much. And also, one more thing. Last but not least, I have to comment on. This week, it just came out that the State Department is taking credit for a woman and her three children being brought out of Afghanistan. The simple fact of the matter is, it was a private individual. It was Corey Mills and a private team of military veterans that were funded by private donors, including the Sentinel Foundation, who have been working on getting this woman and her three children out of Afghanistan for several weeks. The State Department's trying to take credit for that. The State Department had nothing to do with it. Yes, the State Department was in the country where they crossed the border into to welcome them. That was it. I am so offended by our administration taking credit for things they're not doing. And at the same time, I'm going to bring this one up. The State Department, Biden's press secretary, have both said... They have spoken with several people that are still in Afghanistan and do not want to leave. Yes, that might be part of the truth, but again, they're not telling the whole truth. Yes, some people are refusing to 
leave Afghanistan because we are not allowing their families to go with them. Those are the type of people we need in our country. Those are the type of people we want to immigrate to the United States. People that have character, people that will not leave people behind. Because obviously our administration doesn't follow those same standards. And that's what made America great for so many years is that was our policy. No man left behind. We need to bring people into our country that still feel that way. Our administration should be ashamed of itself. And that being said, thank you again for all your support. We're going to have John Wooler back on on a special this week. And we're really excited to be working on a 9-11 20th anniversary show coming up. You're listening, and so are we. Oh.